Welcome to Who Gives a Hoot. It's another remote episode. Guys, how's it going? Well, you know, it's I like... Just, I, I, it's just I'm empty inside, man. I've got... I'm just sitting around. I'm playing NCAA football 12. Like, I just... You know, Pierce. there's not much to do. Pierce, do you go outside? Like uh, so- yes. Yeah. So, actually, what I've been doing lately, in all seriousness, is uh, I've been taking mile-and-a-half walks after work. Well, It's 30 minutes of just walking around, listening to other podcasts. We'll get into what other podcasts I listen to a little bit later. Uh, just just sitting around walking. That's all I do. Well, you know, maybe you should uh, go out, go try some fishing. Now spend a little bit more time outside. You know what's funny about me and fishing is that my uh, f- my future father-in-law will tell you I can't catch fish. He legitimately has a he, they he, my uh, my fiance's family has a pond and they just overpopulated with fish. I mean, he's got a ton of fish in there, and I still can't catch a fish. That's how bad of a fisherman I am. You, you should just try using your hands next time. Probably just help. Dive you. in there. Yeah, just dive in there. They have a snapping turtle, so I, I don't think so. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm just keep your toes away. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, Luke, have you been outside? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, it's been uh, nice and 70 degrees, so I've been sitting on my porch having a few beers. No. Yeah. Try, trying to enjoy as much as I can. Hey, that's fair enough. Have you seen anything cool lately? I saw a really fat rabbit today. Oh, shoot. No way. Really fat. Like, like I'm pretty sure it's probably the one that's been eating all my wife's bulbs. Like, could it be... So was it fat enough for you to catch? Mm, no, still too fat. Too still too fat. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, Pat. What have you been up to, man? What's going on with you? You know, not a whole lot. Um, just been doing a lot of research. Been doing a lot of testing, trying to find some things to really make this pot exciting. And yeah, that's really been about it. Yeah. You're working. You're working harder than me. That's for damn sure. That that has to be for sure. All I do is just show up and just start start the podcast. Well, well, is it work if you're having fun? Ooh, that's true point. True point. True point. Speaking about having fun, the fans have finally gotten the answer to the question that we get the most. What do the jerseys look like? That we have finally we finally have the answer. Luke, what do you, what are your thoughts about the jerseys? I'm wearing mine right now. Are you really? It's... I'm wearing my Union Omaha sweatshirt. Well, I know the jersey's super comfortable, which okay. is number one what I look for in clothes. Is it breathable? I'm not a trendy guy. Hmm? It does, can, is it breathable? Like, can you breathe in it? Very, very. You know, mm. it's, it's pretty plain. Uh, I will say that. But it's exactly what I wanted out of a Union Omaha jersey. Something I feel comfortable wearing. Something that, you know, I'm proud to wear. And ultimately, it was well worth the dollars I spent on it. Are you wearing the black jersey or the white one? Uh, I can't pull off white, so I, I went really? with the black. Yeah. yeah, black looks good. I I love I love wearing. I always feel like I look good in black. But yeah, no, I. It's funny because I haven't gotten mine yet, but I think I'm gonna have to get the white one. I don't for some reason the white one draws my eye just a little bit more. I don't know why. It shouldn't. That's not. That's not what it's supposed to do. When we're finally back podcasting in the same room, it'll be like uh-huh. yin and yang. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're going to look great. Yeah, it'll uh, be perfect. 
so I mean, talk, Luke, talk about what the meaning on the front of the jerseys, the sponsors on the front. What, what was that all about? So, I mean, as Gary, Marty, Matt have all been talking about, it's a huge gesture by the team, a quarter million dollars worth of uh, assets and uh, materials and monetary donations was made by the team towards uh, health institutions in Omaha. The one I'm wearing, um, the black jersey sponsor is uh, CHI Health, who you know, a portion of proceeds of every jersey sold is going towards CHI Health, uh, Nebraska Medicine, um, which is on the white jersey. No, absolutely fantastic choice by the team for sponsors. Um, you know, and in fact, the team's really sponsoring these two institutions by giving that ad space. Something but, that's really oh, go, go ahead. Well, I, I don't. I feel like there's been so much uh, put to the to the front, but another big part on the jersey is you've got that black stone on on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, no black stone, which is housing all housing and feeding um, a lot of times uh, most of our players, which is absolutely fantastic. You know, great, great neighborhood, uh, great organization uh, doing good things for the team. Yeah. And the other thing that, that, that a lot of people who don't, who aren't from Nebraska that might be listening to the podcast, what they don't know is, is that before coronavirus really became coronavirus and everything started to shut down, Nebraska medicine really had, I mean, they had their, in uh, a little city called Ashland at Camp Ashland, they had coronavirus patients here in this Nebraska and UNMC students, Nebraska medicine students, were actually trying to do the research to solve the problem. They were so, some of the first people to act, tackle coronavirus here in the country. So it's kind of a cool thing to do, especially if you're here from Nebraska and you know that type of storyline. It's just a cool little homage and because Nebraska is taking it very, very seriously. But if you want to check out the jerseys yourself, you can go to unionomaha.com backslash shop and find a jersey uh, and pick one out and get one. And while you're getting a jersey, what else can they get with those jerseys, Luke? Well, you know, if you swing by our Twitter or Facebook, you, uh, you can find a Who Gives a Hoot scarf. Get no, yourself a I, nice, nice scarf. Yeah. I, I know one of the critiques I've heard about the jerseys is there's not enough Volt on there. Mm. And while technically the scarves that we have don't have Volt, uh, because it's a, a Nike color and ours are not Nike scarves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have that bright color that is going to make your jersey pop. Yep, I, I 100% agree. So make sure you go to our Twitter and make sure you go to our Facebook and get a scarf. All right, now to the second topic at hand. A lot of people have been asking our friends at Unfiltered Podcast, League One Unfiltered, go give it a listen. They gave me a call the other night. Luke, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. To to be fair, I did kind of call them cowards if they didn't have you on. I'm legit. I'm not kidding you. I saw that tweet afterwards. I was legitimately entranced, 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 right? Entranced? Entranced. Yeah. Anyway, I was playing 2K with my buddy. And all of a sudden, my phone starts blowing up, and I get a DM from Cam, and he goes, "Hey, by the way, you should join." I'm like, what? What the? What the hell is this? So I click, and I legitimately get taken to this random web browser, 
And uh, all of a sudden, I hear everybody's voices. And I'm like, hello? And so you'll hear me on the podcast, League One Unfiltered, go hello, hello. Truly, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know who was on. I didn't know who I was talking to. I didn't know I was live. That's all I knew. Well, listening to it, I mean, Weston had had three beers and didn't know anything that was going on. And then all he did was attack you. I don't know why. No. I'm a nice person, decently. I'm not a terrible I, human. I think he's afraid that the rest of his hosts would like you more. No, he'd be replaced. I mean, I don't want to speculate, but if I, they, if I were to get an offer, I, I may not refuse. If I became the new West and I may not refuse. You'd be closer to those Detroit teams you love. Oh my gosh. Actually, what a lot of people don't know is I was DMing them a couple of weeks ago about our love for Detroit. And we were legitimately talking about how much heartbreak we have endured in our lives, wearing Joey Harrington jerseys, dying with Calvin Johnson and having all of our teams suck. So yes, that is what we, we have talked about that in the past. I would have presumed that it would be in a future podcast. Hopefully I can go back on. I don't think Weston likes me, but I hope that the other guys do. I like Cam, so I don't know. Maybe I'll be back. Yeah. You know, at, at some point, they're going to come down here. They're going to lose a case race. Yep. And, um, you know, maybe at that point, you can pick up the pieces and become friends with Weston. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm, I've been so hurt and burned. I don't, I don't know if I'll ever. I don't know if I'll ever come back. It's going to take me years to recover from that, to be honest with you. That public humiliation. You are never going to financially recover. Exactly. Nice Tiger King yeah. reference. Actually, I've never seen I, – I have chosen not to watch Tiger King. Uh, my, my wife's a former zookeeper, and we have a tendency to look down upon establishments such as featured in that, so that has definitely not been watched in our house. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, yeah I, I feel like they're breaking the law in some in some way. So I don't I don't know anything that happened in the show. All I know is that Joe Exotic is like a weird dude. I, That's I mean, all I know. It just looks like hot with bleach hair. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Sorry, that's all I know. That's that's a TikTok. That's a TikTok reference. If for all you youngins out there. All right, now that we have completely scatterbrained ourselves, let's talk about our Saturday night special coming up this Saturday. Luke has been hard at work planning this and Pat has been editing it. And I've been hard at work at work. And uh, Luke, what is going to be happening on Saturday? So we're going to be bringing somewhere between three, four hours of content from every player we can get our hands on. Well, not literally, not literally because sure quarantine. And, yeah. Uh, but we're, we're talking with every player, getting about five minutes from them, uh, bringing that to you. you know, hopefully they'll be joining in with us um, on the chat and you know, getting there, you know, interacting with the fans as everything goes. And, but at three different times, we will have on some guests live. So we'll have... Gary Green and Marty Cordero, uh, Gary Green, CEO, Union Omaha, uh, Marty Cordero, president of Union Omaha. They'll be joining us at 5 p.m. Um, to answer any questions that fans might have. Now, we absolutely love having Gary on the pod, um, love doing, love what he does for Omaha. Um, and Marty will be first time on the pod 
he's an absolutely fantastic guy. You know, great work um, in the Omaha community with the Storm Chasers for years. Excited to have him leading uh, leading Union Omaha side. Yeah, it's going to then go ahead. No, 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 no. It's just those two guys already to start. You're going to get your absolute basics about what's going on with Union Omaha. You're going to have all of your answers questioned by Union Omaha. And then our third guest out of three, Luke, go ahead. I mean, you're going to get everything answered, I think. Well, actually, we've got a total of four guests. Oh, yeah. You're uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So second, we've got Steve Short, uh, who is Senior Vice President of USL League One. So he's uh, essentially the executive officer of USL League One. So if you didn't get your questions answered but about the league from Gary and Marty and no, they didn't feel comfortable asking that. You can ask Stephen short. He's going to be able to answer those questions. Absolutely. Fantastic guy. Thrilled to have him on. Uh, initially we were supposed to have him on before the season started just like that week before. Uh, obviously things went a little bit different, but really, really excited to have him on to help us, you know, get over these uh, Corona blues. And last, we've got Jay Mims coming on at that 7 o'clock hour when we should be kicking off against uh, OCB. No, that's going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, we're hoping to bring some uh, Jay Mims commentary on one of the preseason games to be able to show to you live. That's yet to be confirmed. But, you know, every question you have, getting Jay on there, he's always a fantastic wealth of information, knows everything about what's going on with his players. Cause he is, he's a guy that everybody trusts. He's a person who's going to bring some great talent here to Omaha. Uh, and we are absolutely thrilled to have him back on. Also my thing with Jay Mims is something that you guys probably noticed in our first interview with Jay, but some things that you don't notice that off, there's a lot of things that happen off camera and off the pod. Jay loves to talk. He it breaks it down. You could ask him, hey, uh, you could ask him just a basic question like, hey, what's the lineup going to look like? And he will break it down way more than you could ever even imagine. I'm super, super excited for the Jay Mims interview. That's going to be awesome uh, because I think a lot of team-specific questions are going to be answered. The other three, a lot of broader questions are going to be answered about what's going on in the league, what's going on with the team in the front office, whereas Jay's going to really, really, really break down what he's seen so far and how the training's been through coronavirus. It's going to be great. But as of right now, in this podcast, we've got a great interview for you guys. Cody Pez is on. Awesome, fun interview. And uh, we look forward to having you guys on Saturday night, hanging out with us, celebrating what should have been the first home game but still keeping that hype up around the city. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be back after the interview. (laughs) Hey, guys, before we get to the interview, I want to talk to you guys about Global Scarves. Global Scarves is the premier supplier of custom soccer scarves, beanies, blankets, and other great fan merchandise. They have the lowest pricing to maximize your fundraising needs and to produce at the highest quality in Europe, where soccer was born. They know the product, and they know what it means to put that scarf on for match day. They work tirelessly to make sure that you are outfitted to support your club. Email Global Scarves now to find out more information on the process or to get a free design mock-up for your group or club at kyle at globalscarves.com. And we would like to welcome on Union Omaha player Kobe Perez. Kobe, thank you so much for taking time out of your night to come hang out with us and talk some shop. Uh, no problem, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, so, looking forward to talking to you guys. So, 
So, Kobe, I mean, let's just get right into it. I mean, how is it – what's it like being in quarantine and staying fit as a soccer player? I mean, what are some things that you're doing right now to keep yourself fit? Uh, well, first, yeah, it's it's tough. You know, it's just trying not to go crazy in here. Um, obviously, used to being outdoors most, most of the time. But uh, trying to stay fit, I've uh, just been, you know, going to the gym, uh, weight room, mostly running on the treadmill, though. I try to run on the treadmill at least – four to five times out of the week, um, a couple times a day. Um, but that's pretty much it. I've been going out occasionally to, like, parks where there's, like, not as many people and just getting touches on the ball and stuff like that. Now, Kobe, you're you're coming to us from uh, South, uh, uh, South Georgia Tormenta, correct? Correct, yeah. So how's that transition uh, been jumping into Omaha? I mean, obviously, we you show up here, we immediately throw you into quarantine, which doesn't always look good. But, you know, as far as, uh, you know, getting along with the guys, um, getting getting in with uh, Coach Jay, and, and just getting your, your groove here. Uh, it was a little bit – it's a little bit different because I joined them their last, uh, like, Two, one and a half to two months of their season before it ended because I was playing uh, with their second team in USL League Two. Um, so it was a little bit more tough getting acquainted with them because uh, they had been together for a long time. Um, but I mean, they, they welcomed me pretty, pretty well. But coming over here and everybody's meeting each other for the first time, uh, it's, it's been a lot easier because everybody's uh, great guys, uh, easy to get along with. Uh, I think we're meshing together well. Um, but, yeah, the transition is pretty pretty different, but a lot easier, I think, for me because of that. And I know now we're getting into quarantine. It's kind of – it was kind of interrupting our, our flow because we were getting, getting uh, acquainted with each other pretty well. Our chemistry was building up, um, getting good results against good teams, and then this happened, so – well, we're all just looking forward to being able to get back out there. So, Kobe, what was that transition like going from USL two to USL one? Uh, it was pretty, pretty different, uh, pretty significant in my opinion. Because I mean, yeah, there was a lot of good, good teams, good individual players in League Two. Um, but once you get into League One, you have everyone who's consistently good. Like you don't have those, you know, outliers that you did in League Two, whether you had really good players and you had really, you know, not, not up to par right, right then, but in league one, everybody's just, it's consistent across the whole league. Um, All the players are good. That's why, I mean, that's why it's professional level because, you know, you got to have what it takes to to play in that league, in this league. And so it was pretty, it was pretty a big jump, but I felt like when I made that jump, because I signed as soon as our last game ended the next day, and so I started training with them every day and then got in a couple of games. And, uh, yeah, I could, I, there was a huge, a pretty big noticeable difference. Now, Kobe, uh, obviously you were uh, on the two side uh, right before um, something last year. And now Union Omaha. But what was uh, growing up? Where, where did you uh, get your – Get your soccer background. Uh, where, where did you start playing? Uh, I started playing. I started playing at the age of three back home in Dolan, Georgia. 
Um, but it all started because, you know, my parent, my dad's side of the family was also the players. Um, they got me into it. I always, always started playing soccer. Growing up, you know, I was at the age when you started trying every sport. And I played baseball, basketball, football, um, all the sports. Um, and I stuck with stuck with soccer for the most part. Um, made the decision that that's what I wanted to play. But see, the difference with me uh, from most most of the other kids, other guys, are that is that uh, I didn't play club or academy or anything. So I wasn't able to get recruited from colleges through those means. I had just played high school, played Don High School. We won three state uh, high school state championships in a row. My junior sophomore, or sophomore, junior, senior year. Fortunately, my in my senior year, our state championship was at Mercer University's home field. That's where it was hosted. And as soon as that game ended, I had a pretty good game, scored a couple goals. The head coach came up to me afterwards and uh, offered me a scholarship right on the spot. So that's that was the only D1 uh, scholarship I had. I had a bunch of D2, D3, NAIA because, you know, coaches are looking to recruit through academies and stuff like that, not really high school. Uh, but So mm-hmm. I took that opportunity. Um did well, fairly well there. Um, we won three, three championships there, and then they. I didn't even know, to be honest, I didn't even know League Two was a was a thing throughout throughout college until my senior year, and so I gave it a shot because my uh, coach, my assistant coach, my freshman year at Mercer was the head coach there for the League Two team, and so he invited me over for you know just to give it one last shot, and I played and. That's where I'm, that's how I got to where I am today. So, Kobe, with this experience that you've had in the past, I mean, what are some things that you're trying to teach these younger players that are on the team that ha- does that they that does not have this USL one experience? What are you trying to instill into them? Uh, just that they can play at this level. Um, I've from the experience that I have, I've you know. They, I know, I know how it is like coming in fresh, like new to the league, and just being like, I wonder if I, I hope, like I hope I can hang with these guys and stuff like that. But I've just been, you know, letting them know that they can, they have what it takes. That's why they're here, um, and they can. They've been starting to see that for themselves when we've been scrimmaging these USL championship teams and, and stuff like that. So um, that's what I've been been trying to do with them. Yeah. What. Kobe, you uh, you're coming in um, first. Hopefully, we end up getting a full season uh, pro. But just looking at you, social media that the clubs have been throwing out, you got some fanboys. Yeah, I really, yeah, like, I really do. I got a good, got a. It's all from my hometown back in Dolan. You know, I got a lot of really good friends. I just they just love love throwing out there, like throwing their messages out there on the on social media. Uh, are we going to convert some of them to be uh, Union Omaha fans? You know, get get some uh, Union Omaha fans there. there oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, um, all, any of my friends from my hometown, or even back in college, though, they follow me and they support me. So anywhere I am, that's where they are. So, yeah, for sure. So yeah. – so to you, when you play Tormenta coming up in this next year, I mean, what's that game going to mean for you? I know I was talking to this, talking about this with my friends. Like, you know, they're they're like, yo, when you play Tormenta, you better go all out. You better put some goals on them, stuff like that. And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I know that's what I, it would be. It would be fun and, like, good for me to do that because, 
you know, going against some old friends and stuff like that and old coaches. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to go 100% every game, every opportunity I have. But with that game, yeah, it would probably have a little bit more meaning to it. Yeah, I mean, that's a question we've been asking in, uh, you know, every player we've talked to is, you know, what, what game are you going to show up most against? Uh, and, you know, we, we don't doubt anybody's going to turn up 100% for every game. But it's that 110 yeah, percent. That probably that probably be the one for me. Yeah. Uh, how? Obviously, you know Georgia is a little bit ways away from Nebraska. Um, you know how how's that distance been? You know, away from your friends, away from your family, um, especially with the social distancing. So you're not even able to really get out here as much. Uh, but how, how are you uh, handling, you know, the, the different uh, transition here? Yeah, it's, it's been a little tough. I mean, this is the first time in my soccer career that um, I've been this far away from home because, I mean, I went to college in high, in Georgia. I played with Tormenta, who's in Georgia. That was only like four, four and a half hours away from my hometown. But this is like 13, 13, 14 hours away, and this is the first I've been. So it's been a little tough. Um, my dad and my mom, we've been making sure to always be communicating with my uncles, my grandma, just my entire family, my friends. We FaceTime every now and then, so that helps a lot. But other than that, I mean, that's just part of the sacrifice you got to make when choosing this this kind of uh, path. So, I mean, what ha- since you've signed with Omaha, what surprised you about not just the team of Omaha – Union Omaha, not the, just the front office, but the city as a whole. I mean, what what surprised you about everything? Well, to be honest, I didn't think it was going to be this big, and there's it was going to be um, this this is not nice because I'm from a relatively small town. So when I come here, this is a huge city to me, and we just you know I just walk out of my apartment, and there's tons of things. There's restaurants, there's stores, a bunch of stuff. Dude, there's nearly 500,000 people here yeah. in Omaha. I mean, there's a yeah, lot. It is. It's a huge city. Um, but everybody, everybody I've interacted with, you know, incredible, like extremely nice people. Um, they, they, they told us that coming in, like, you know, Omaha's full of very nice people. But, you know, you hear that where you hear that everywhere you go, like, they're going to be like, yeah, there's nice people here. But they're, I mean, it, it's, it's true. I've, I've interacted with a bunch of just random people when I've been out in the restaurants and stuff like that in stores and everybody's extremely nice. So as you've been, you were one of the earlier signings, um, you know, you were there uh, or signed on that big union Omaha signing day event uh, when, when they announced you. So you've had a little bit more time actually in Omaha than some of these guys um, out there. What, what have you found that you've enjoyed the most here? Just the variety of things to do, you know, like uh, I've, I haven't really been in a city where there's, there's these many stores and stuff like that. Um, there's parks, the river, Missouri river, me and my roommate have been gone, going fishing. That's why actually why um, I was out all day yesterday. I completely forgot that we had it yesterday. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little bit behind the scenes. Kobe was supposed to interview with us yesterday, but completely forgot. I mean, that's okay. That's fine. But you owe us a goal. Yeah, hey, that's the deal. You're going to have to owe us a goal now. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I've just been, been trying to, you know, I 
we've been quarantined, so me and my roommate just decided, you know, get out a little bit in the sun. It was it was beautiful yesterday. It was like sixty five and sunny, so we went out to the river and started did some fishing. Is that in your room with Dalton then? Yeah, Dalton Hudson. So, because he's also uh, also from that area or about that area, right? Not where you're from. Uh, he's from Texas, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like getting out and uh, doing fishing on the Missouri is definitely not not something like you hear every. Uh, Soccer player going out and doing um, when they're downtime, but I've taken up fishing. I like fishing. I've been doing this since I was little. So everywhere I go, I always have my rods with me and stuff like that. So if I can, if we have an off day and and it's a good day, I'll play. That's what I'll be doing. Well, Well, pro tip uh, out out by uh, where you guys would be playing Werner Park. There's a Wearstone Lake, which is supposed to be pretty well stocked. I've been told. I might have to, I might have to hit that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kobe, uh, we just want to appreciate, we just want to say thank you so much for coming on and taking time out of your night to come hang out with us and talk about the future of Union Omaha. Where can people come and find you on Instagram or on Twitter? Uh, just what's your, what's your at? Uh, my Instagram is at the Kobe Perez with two Z's at the end. Um, I don't have a Twitter. I do have Facebook. It's just, you just type my name, Kobe Perez, it should pop up. Um, I, I'm fairly new to the social media game. I didn't, my Instagram is only like, I only made it like this past, uh, December. So all that's new, but yeah, that's where anybody can message me or do anything like that. So, or keep up with me. Awesome. And last, last thing, Kobe, give us the team goal for Union Omaha going into next season. Uh, definitely win the entire league that is everywhere I've gone. Um, I've always come out with a championship, at least one out of my years there. And this, I, this is the one that I want the most is a, a championship here with Union Omaha. Bring it first year. It would be, it would be the best thing for the team and for the city. Pat, clip that. Clip that right now, and let's let, – we're going to hang that. We're going to hang that audio clip everywhere. <laughs> we need to win because Kobe wins everywhere. That's it. <laughs> Kobe, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, hope you have a great year, and stay oh, safe. No, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Y'all stay safe. Yep. Thanks, Kobe. Yep. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kobe, for coming on. Can't wait to see what you do on the field. Can't wait to see what happens this coming season. When we have a season, it's no longer if in my mind, but when. So Saturday, make sure you get there because guess what? We're not gonna just have the we're not gonna just have Marty, Gary, Steve, and Jay live. We're also gonna have pre-recorded content with Liam, Slick Vic doing some uh, interviews in Spanish. We're gonna have uh, Pat did a couple interviews just right before this. I've, I'm going to be doing interviews. Luke's going to be doing interviews. All these people are going to be interviewing. We're hoping to get most of the players, if not all of the players, but we're going to have five-minute interviews, easy consumable content for you guys on our YouTube page that day on Saturday for you guys to watch and learn just a little bit more about most of the Union Omaha players. Also, to support the podcast, make sure you go to our Twitter. Make sure you go to our Facebook and like Everything, follow us, DM us if you want, say whatever you want, just say hi, tell tell me I'm the worst host because I probably am. I don't care. 
just reach out. We would love to hear from you. And also on those social media pages, you can find our Who Gives a Hoot scarves and help support the pod so we can get Mike, so we can get so we can get the basic things that we need. Luke, give what? these people go ahead. One last thing I'd like to plug about uh, Saturday is, you know, we're not doing it just uh, just for the fans. We're also doing it uh, for Omaha Gifts. Uh, we want to make sure that we're contributing to COVID relief and we're partnering with the team uh, here to uh, to provide to the charity of their choice, which they've been providing some great, great relief efforts with. Make sure you give in to people who are in need right now. Everybody, everybody's suffering in every single walk of life right now, but make sure you can help out if you can. Because there are people who are suffering bad right now. I know it for sure. So thank you guys so much. Not to end on a somber note, but can't wait for Saturday. And we hope that you like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, and then download the pod. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Because who gives a who? We We do. We we do. Uh, (laughs) Someday. Someday. Maybe we'll get get it when we get in person, right? Yep. We'll get it when we're back. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha